Hey, hey, welcome to the Roof Strategist Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Benzman. You're listening to the number one resource for free roofing sales training. Tune in for new episodes every week right here or on YouTube to learn how to market yourself, generate leads, pitch like a pro, overcome objections, and close more sales. And whether you're a brand new salesperson, a seasoned pro, or an owner or sales manager growing your team, pay close attention because I have an offer you don't want to pass up. I'd like to give you my Pitch Like a Pro roofing sales training video library completely free. You'll get instant access to over 120 sales training videos organized by category that can take you from zero to hero in a heartbeat. Head on over to theroofstrategist.com right now to get my Pitch Like a Pro roofing sales training video library completely free. That's theroofstrategist.com. Now let's hop into today's episode. All right. Hey, glad to have you back. This is going to be a video that's unlike uh, other videos I've done here. uh, I'm doing q and I'm answering your questions. We're getting real. We're getting personal. I'm sitting right now in my bedroom. This is the actual chair I sit in every morning, uh, bring my wife coffee, and we sit down and we powwow through video and business ideas while I, while I wake her up with a cup of, cup of coffee. And she inspired this video, um, largely in part from an Instagram post that I put up, uh, this one right here. And, and I don't normally put up personal stuff, and it was about, by the way, you can go check it out, follow me on Instagram, at Roof Strategist, uh, to see that post. But it was all about um, a personal, personal struggle and triumph that I had while mountain biking on a trip and being really ill and having a friend kind of push me through when I was literally running into the woods to have some stomach issues and then falling asleep in the woods and then having to get up and finish a seven hour incredibly um, arduous uh, day two of three uh, mountain bike adventure. So at any rate, um, if you're new here, this probably isn't the best video or podcast for you to start with. Check out any other one to get a taste. But if you're back, let's jump in. Again, uh, a little behind the scenes on, on uh, who I am and what's going on. So let's rip the bandaid off and get right to it. Question number one, and by the way, I have these written down to reference here. Um, How did you feel about the comment Dimitri made on the Roofing Insights interview? So uh, a couple things. Number one, I I didn't feel great about it. It caught me off guard. And frankly, I don't think it was the best thing to say. But there are a couple pieces that I did want to acknowledge publicly. One, thank you. Um, Thank you for asking. Thank you for noticing the comments that posted on that video, like defending me. I I can't even tell you how good and and how humble that made me feel. You know, it's something that I've dealt with my whole life, you can't hide your height, right? So, I had been kind of picked fun at, even in the in my own, you know, when I was in roofing from the company and people that were there, salespeople that were there, uh, even some of the managers. I got picked fun by an email from another person in the industry. By the way, reaching out for some reason, they found that offensive. I don't know why people um, do, and and to have have people stand up for me when I had had dealt with it was like really heartwarming. There's a gentleman, I'm not going to name names, but there's a gentleman I was on the phone with yesterday who was interested in some programs. And he says, man, I've been wanting to ask you, like, how did you feel about that? Like, it made me angry. I wanted to stand up. So I just wanted to say thank you. Uh, Next thing I wanted to acknowledge, I did put a pinned post on that uh, video because Dimitri did reach out to apologize and which says a lot. You know, we all don't, we've all done things that like you regret, but when you're on camera, by the way, I'm not defending Dimitri. I want to just provide context from a compassionate standpoint. When we're on camera, there's things you can't undo and there's a high level of vulnerability when, when being on the internet. 
he reached out, he apologized, made some edits, and, and, and what wasn't on film was the conversation we had just before that about how I've been getting emails from people all over, am I to this, you know, women self-conscious, am I in a male-dominated industry, guys and gals who are totally tatted up and, and they regret it, neck tattoos, uh, people who aren't proud of their past, people who feel self-conscious about their this not being able to speak English fluently or their weight or their stature um, their their race and and we talked about how people can either look at that as like their weakness or embody that as their strength and I embodied the height thing of like well how do I just become an even more confident person to make this not be an issue and it hasn't been for me like I forget about it until adults that I thought that you know <laughs> Anyway, bring it up. So first, I just want to say thank you for even asking. That was really um, an amazing experience for me to just see people standing up. So thank you. Uh, next, what's your life like outside of work and how do you balance uh, stress? And by the way, because I'm in my house, that was my dog, Luna. Um, how do I balance life? It, it, I, this has been like an, an ever-evolving uh, challenge, right? To balance work, life, stress, and the demands that we have because in roofing sales, and by the way, what I do on my side really isn't much different in terms of that demand uh, of service and being pulled in lots of directions and, and a really high expectation to deliver, right? And how I balance that is by staying grounded. So for me, those avenues are usually fitness, mountain biking, weightlifting, and trail running. And I live in the mountains, so I, I love to just be in nature and disconnect, turn the phone off, and just to be present. Uh, the next just personal development. I chew through books. I love reading about spirituality. I love reading about different philosophies, uh, mindfulness practices, uh, meditation practices. I do a lot of journaling in this same journal. Um, but outside of work, I, I live a very simple life. I love spending time with my wife. She's my best friend. She's the person that I'm content doing little to nothing with. And even like last weekend, we chopped and split and stacked four cords of wood together. And it was a blast because we just jammed out music and doing the simple things. I love traveling with her. I love, uh, we, we love visiting family and we love trying, trying new things, new places and specifically new restaurants and cooking meals. And I'm a routine guy to a fault. She, she, she picks fun at me a little bit because I love to go to bed between like 8.30 and 9.30 if I can. And I like to get up early and I stay grounded. So that's my, that's my life outside of work. I'm a very simple man and uh, that's it. So let's jump in. Why do you wear a hat? Funny story that started it all. As I began making videos, at this point we were living in an RV, story for another time, but um, when I came into this side, I sold, my wife and I, we sold our house, we sold virtually everything we own, we got a diesel truck and a fifth wheel, we moved into it for a year and traveled the country as uh, the roof strategist started. And I was speaking and, and visiting with, with companies and it was great. And I started making some videos and I went for a haircut at like a generic franchise in some ho-dunk town in the middle of nowhere. And I get this haircut that, the, the barber um, literally goes, you're gonna need this. And she, she put the hat back on my head. That night, I got home, I took this off, I'm like, no way. And then I buzzed it. So you've seen the videos with the buzzed hair, then it went long. And it's because I couldn't find good haircuts and because you know living in the mountains, it was just a bit more of a commute to go get it. I didn't value the time. I said, that's an hour or two I could be investing elsewhere. So for me and my delusional thought process, I'm like, that's not, by the way, I don't actually think it's delusional. I, I just said, hey, you know, it, it's easier to wear a hat. So look at this, I mean, I'm due. I finally found a guy locally and I'll keep up, but most days I'm in a, a hat of sorts. All right, uh, why don't you drink alcohol? So it's come up in a few videos and then people ask, you know, are you, hey, you know, at Roofing Process and, or excuse me, at RoofCon, and by the way, I'm speaking at both Roofing Process and RoofCon this year, 2021. They said, are you going to be at the VIP party? Yes, I don't drink alcohol. You'll see me with an NA beer or fizzy water. Um, I don't drink because 
I've, I've made a very uh, conscious effort in my life to focus on the things, the people, and the environments that fuel me, the things that give me energy, the things that give me inspiration, and the things that ground me, because I'm about optimizing my life and my ability to perform in every area, to be present, to be a great husband, to be a great son, to be a great brother, to be a great friend, to be a great servant to you professionally. And I found that the things that dragged me down, I just needed to cut out the people, everything. And, and that was alcohol. My wife had suggested, hey, you know, maybe we should see what it's like to go a week without having a drink. I'm like, oh, this is the last time I did that. I have no idea. And um, what's funny is when this video is going to air, I'm filming this, by the way, on Friday, it airs this Monday. And this is the third, three year anniversary of quitting drinking. And I can tell you it was one of the best decisions I ever made in my life. Um, don't crave it whatsoever, and I feel clear, more focused, sleep better, uh, more energized. I saved a bunch of money, and I didn't see that it contributed to my life in any way. So that's why I don't drink. All right, uh, who else works with you? We have a small and mighty team, as I joke. We, uh, we're growing, we're experiencing some, some growing pains, which is just such, a, such an incredible opportunity. Um, three people, main on the team. You know me. My wife, Sheena, and uh, John. Sheena handles all of the videos, podcasts, operations, and customer service. She helps come up with the ideas as we sit in these chairs and have coffee together. And um, she's really the brains behind helping me figure out what the good ideas are and the bad ideas, where to put in our time. She challenges me when we produce new products and programs. She's proofread and helped refine every single piece in the, literally every piece in the marketing battle pack, all 260 something of them. And, and she just has this eye for quality and, and she gets people and she gets me and she gets you and what you need. So she handles all that. And then John handles all of our technology, everything you see online, with the exception again of the videos the podcast Sheena handles. Um, so our entire uh, web presence and our uh, online strategy center, John handles. So th that's our small and mighty team and growing. All right, next, when are you coming to blank? So I get this, when are you coming to Texas? When are you coming to South Carolina? When are you coming to Kansas next? All right, so I don't know yet, but I will always keep you posted. Um, the three places that you can see me, by the way, roofing process, 2021, which by the way is coming up very shortly, so grab your ticket if you haven't. I'll have a booth, booth there, booth 630. I'll be at roofing uh, process as well. And I'm also, um, if you want like ongoing stuff, you may wanna look at the Pitch Pro movement that I recently announced. Enrollment opens on Wednesday. And then if you're watching this after Wednesday, enrollment is open, there's a link in the description. But this was the answer to companies that wanted to work together on an ongoing basis a bit more intimately. It is a group environment, but it's a group of people who are smashing their income goals faster, easier, and surrounded by like-minded sales professionals. And that's where I'll be doing live sessions, live mentoring, Q&A like this. Um, well, it's not about me though. These are big questions you have about sales that I'll be answering. Sales leadership uh, sessions as well with a private discussion board for owners and managers. Uh, so that'd be a great place. And, and then as I, as I travel, I will um, keep you all posted via Instagram, um, Facebook, the YouTube channel, and email. All right. All right. What do I think of the industry? So here's, this, this, this may not go well, but I'm gonna, I'm, this, this is my commitment to be real. I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of the industry at large. It's why I took a break from the industry and I shared that story with that interview with Dimitri. But the industry isn't why I'm in this. You're why I'm in this. And I took a break from the industry because of some bad actors and unethical things and the greed that poisoned it. And when I made the channel, I didn't think that anyone would care or want to hear my approach because I thought it wasn't like bro-y and aggressive enough. Um, 
or pushy enough or whatever it was that that was kind of the thing at that point. And, and I was so pleasantly surprised. And what's been wild is that the, the channel and the style has been a magnet for just in amazing people reaching out who are kind-hearted, loving people trying to change their lives who are committed to doing the right thing by customers. And then I began to realize that our industry and the part that I said, you know, I don't really love the industry, it was the squeaky wheel or two that was getting all the grease. And those are the folks that, that made me just really like ugh, put a bad taste in my mouth. And, and they're the silent, the silent majority is you. It's the people who are doing right by others and wanting to learn a, a, a truly ethical and compassionate way to connect and of course win business and I've been blown away at the response. It's really changed my perspective on it. I do think that of course there's a lot of bad actors, but follow the money. Anywhere there's money to be made, there's bad actors, there's unethical stuff. But my views of the industry are changing each and every day. And again, it's not the industry and we have to separate the people in the industry. And, and that's why I've just decided to kind of separate myself, at least mentally, from the industry and say, hey, I'm here to serve the people that want to be served. And if that's you, thank you for being here because everything I do in this channel is in response to you, which is actually probably a good way to segue into the next question, which is where the video ideas come from. That's you. Uh, it's responding to, to conversations that are had when I'm out connecting with people, when I'm um, running trainings, when I'm responding to emails and, and YouTube comments. It's seeing what's actually going on and finding what you need because it's not what I, I have so much to share, but it, that's not about me, it's about you. So the ideas start with you and then Sheena helps me package them up in a really uh, digestible way and, and to clarify the message and do a million takes to get the video right so you can get as much as you can out of it in the shortest period of time. So thank you for all the suggestions. And by the way, it's probably a good time. If you like this video format, give it a thumbs up. It's the only way I really know. <laughs> the camera doesn't speak back. Uh, if, if you want to see more, more videos like this. So give it a thumbs up. Um, by the way, if you haven't already subscribed, I'd love for you to subscribe and share. Share any videos you find with a friend. It's all free content. The only fee I ask is if you find anything useful, share it with folks. Spread the, spread the word and uh, pass it on. All right. Um, let's see. Do you, do you make money from YouTube? Not anything worth writing home about. Um, I've balanced, so I, I didn't do this for making money on YouTube. I just want you to know, I YouTube, my understanding of the algorithm, they wanna see ads on there because of course they make money from ads. So if they don't see ads, they're not gonna wanna put your videos out and I wanna be able to help people. So my, I've, I've chosen the one ad type that I can, like the group that they allow with the shortest period possible for you to skip it. Um, because as a YouTube watcher myself, it's just like, I just wanna get through and, and like get into it. So at any rate, um, it's the balance I can do, but just know I'm not in it for the YouTube money. And believe me, I could not survive on the money made from YouTube ads. So there's that. All right. Why are you not still roofing? I get this a lot. For some reason, I get it a lot on like some Facebook posts and some um, YouTube comments. People are like, oh, if this really worked, you'd still be selling roofs. And, and I, listen, I, I get it. I, I really do. People that say, if you can't do, teach. And I wanna just take a step back. I, I, I sold, I helped run teams. I ran teams operations, handled, handled all of our, our legal stuff, handled all of our marketing, handled all of our management, managing of the management team, handled our growth initiatives, handled new office expansion. I've done all of those things. When I burned out and ended up in the hospital thinking I was gonna have a heart attack, trying to juggle offices in multiple states and never being home and getting so busy, I had a truck here and a truck there. like. I realized that what I was truly the most passionate about was helping 
my team, helping people use this industry to change their lives. And my ability to make an impact is driven by that. I could go out and start selling roofs and make a bunch of money, but I am not in it for that. I'm in it because I'm following what fuels me and what excites me, believe it or not, above anything else. It's not seeing sales come in. What excites me the most, of course I get excited when sales come in, just so you know, but I want you to know that it's here. What excites me is the email I get from someone telling me how their life has changed. The money is a byproduct. Smashing your income goals is the result of the personal development in disguise of this industry. Making a bunch of money is the result of improving yourself professionally. Making good money is the result of over and over doing the right thing. All right, following the right path. And, and when I hear people talking about changing their lives, getting out of debt, putting their kids through college, going from prison to turning your life around to getting an apartment or truck and putting money in the bank, getting a message that says, I've met my wife knocking door to door using your slap formula, true story. This is the stuff that fuels me. And my ability to make an impact through this medium, through everything I do, the, the, the lowest price possible for the programs that I have out, being able to do YouTube videos that reach thousands of people being able to uh, provide programs for companies to, to impact all of their reps. Everything I do is about spreading impact and driving results. And this is a passion project, okay? I've done a lot of things in the sales world, and, and to me, this is what fuels me the most. So that's why I'm not still in it, and it is beyond full-time, so I, don't, I couldn't do both, which, again, people say, hey, are you still involved? No, I don't have time, and this is my passion. All right. Um, Last three things. Where do you find people to interview? The people you've seen interviewed on the channel are people I've either connected with or people who've reached out and they've responded to share their story and I found it inspiring to share with you. Now I'll tell you, thank you to you and some comments. I've been challenged and one of them was recently, it was on an interview I did um, of, of uh, there was some controversial stuff shared about some deductible kind of help with referrals. Um, I. I, I was hesitant to post it. I didn't push back. Someone said, you put, should have pushed back. And I just wanted to pu publicly acknowledge that. I appreciate it. It was actually allowed me an opportunity of self-reflection to say, you know what? Everyone I interview on the channel, I'm not gonna agree with everything that they share and it's not my position to dictate that. I am here to bring other people's story to you to inspire you in some form or fashion. Whether I agree or not doesn't really matter. Now, I'm not gonna put anything out there that I strongly disagree with, but there's golden nuggets to be had in everyone's story. And to me, there's strategy, there's emotion, there's confidence, there's the personal side. In all of these different elements, we need to find inspiration. So I bring these people on to give that to you. And I do look for your feedback. So if you see things that I can do better in the interview, people you wanna see, comment. Um, let me know because it'll help me provide even more value to you. All right, hardest part of YouTube. What is the hardest part of being on YouTube? Uh, it, honestly, it's the pressure and feeling that it's never enough. Um, I, I really, it's this juggle and this balance of putting out videos to value your time and then also finding ways to um, really pour my heart into this and then dealing with death threats and nasty comments and horrible people and those squeaky wheels really kind of get loud sometimes. So that that is part of the, the hardest part. Um, 
and just this, this uh, I'm, a, I'm my worst self-critic, always feeling it's not good enough or it's not enough for others because I really, I want to make sure. I, you would be amazed. I have sometimes spent half a day to shoot a 15-minute video because as you've noticed, I do everything in one take and, and I shoot and I shoot and, and it usually doesn't require a half day, but the mission is to give a real raw, unfiltered feeling because when I can get better, I know that, that you can get better. If I can deliver in a streamlined section and not have to hide behind a camera or an editing process, this provides other people the inspiration to continually find their craft, refine their craft. I practice what I preach. This is role play for me each and every day. And the hardest part is setting the bar, dealing with the negative stuff that filters the good stuff, and then always wanting to better myself. And then the final question, what's next for you? Um, What's next for me is setting a even higher bar to do better, to do more, and to have a higher impact and better results. So everything you'll see, and by the way, that's partly what is inspiring the Pitch Pro movement, and enrollment opens this Wednesday, is to be able to be there to provide that impact. And I'm doing this because I've, I've spotted the holes, right? First hole, by the way, was providing a platform that was affordable for everybody, from an individual rep to a, a new owner, a young company, to a company that's doing $75 million a year, and to provide a, a path to, for them to get results really quickly that was attainable. So that mission fulfilled, right? Which again, I guess the step before that was the YouTube channel, all the free material first, that's what feeds the machine, so to speak, is being able to, to reach a lot of lives and help people get results, and to do that at, at scale. Then the programs, and then now it's people want, want uh, just nonstop feedback. How can I continually work with you? And I want to provide that ongoing support. So pretty much everything you see from me is going to be focused on better results, better impact, higher quality. And that's what's next. And doing so in the leanest way possible. So if you are someone that does want to make that next step, I can continue to keep my rates as incredibly affordable as possible uh, with a high return, with a money back guarantee. And that's my mission. So thank you for joining me on this video. If you liked it, you like this format, give it a thumbs up. It tells me that you dig it. And and um, drop a comment if there's anything that you want to see maybe in a part two. Thanks for being here. I hope you enjoyed this little behind the scenes. We'll see you soon. Hey, thanks again for joining me on this episode of the Roof Strategist Podcast. If you are out on a roof or driving around in your truck, you'll find everything you need right there in the show notes, including links to all my products and services, or to download your free copy of my Pitch Like a Pro Roofing Sales Training Video Library. And remember, all of my content is built around one simple principle. You ask, I answer. So, what would you like me to cover in an upcoming episode? Email me personally, adam at roofstrategist.com. That's adam at roofstrategist.com. Don't forget to subscribe and write a review for the podcast, and I'll see you next time.